Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Inujia-Dean. Today is Wednesday, November 29th. Coming up, members of a union representing cafeteria and maintenance workers at Kansas City Public Schools say they're overworked and understaffed. We'll hear why the union has filed complaints about the district. But first, some headlines. Kansas City police have released new information on a boy whose body was found in a downtown alley with extensive bodily trauma. KCUR's Sam Zeff has more. In a statement, KCPD says surveillance video confirms the boy, described only as being under 12, fell from an apartment building at 10th and Grand. His body was found in an alley Monday morning. Police say this remains a suspicious death investigation and has not yet been ruled a homicide. Police also say the investigation may take several weeks as they wait for a report from the Jackson County Medical Examiner and to follow up on other leads. Some family members haven't been notified, so the boy's name hasn't been released. The Kansas Judicial Branch plans to restore most online court systems by the end of the year following a foreign cyber attack. Rose Conlin of the Kansas News Service has more. Officials disconnected online Kansas court services more than six weeks ago after what they say was a sophisticated foreign cyber attack. That disrupted court operations in nearly every Kansas county. Officials now have a plan for bringing the systems back online, but say it'll take several weeks. Kansas Supreme Court justices say hackers stole court data and potentially confidential case records, threatening to post it to the dark web. They say they're consulting with cybersecurity experts and will notify impacted Kansans. A new report from the National Rural Education Association finds rural teachers in Missouri have the second lowest salaries in the nation. Kate Grumke reports. Those low rural salaries have districts looking for extreme measures to keep teachers. John Turner is an associate professor at Missouri State University and studies rural schools. We've now passed the 30 percent mark of the number of schools that are on the four-day school week, and almost all of them are rural schools. One of the primary factors of that is because rural schools really struggle to hire and retain high-quality teachers. The report also says rural Missouri has some of the lowest rates of broadband internet access in the country. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly says the state will again try to design a new license plate after loud opposition from residents and lawmakers. Dylan Lyson of the Kansas News Service reports. Kelly said in a news release that the state won't move forward with its original design for new plates. The recently released design uses a yellow background and a dark black and blue text but some criticized it for looking too similar to New York license plates and using University of Missouri colors. The state is making changes to create a safer plate that's easier to read. Kelly says the state will announce new designs and plans for a public vote at a later time. We'll be back after this. This podcast is looking for good deals on great food, but sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply.
Members of the union representing cafeteria and maintenance workers at Kansas City Public Schools are struggling with a series of disputes with the district. Workers say they're understaffed and undertrained, and they say the school district hasn't delivered the raises that were promised in their last contract. Maria Benevento is an education reporter at the Kansas City Beacon. She told KCUR's Steve Kraske why the workers feel like the district isn't supporting them. SEIU Local 1 has filed seven class action grievances with KCPS, but it wasn't long ago that the relationship between the two seemed to be totally fine. What happened? Um, Well, a union organizer told me that in the past, you know, issues would certainly come up, but they could normally just, you know, speak with the district and resolve them more informally. They say that's changed recently. perhaps in part because an HR director that worked very well with them was actually promoted out of that role. And since then, they've just encountered more barriers, they say, when they're trying to resolve issues. And so they've had to escalate them further and further up until, as you say, um, they have a total of seven class Hmm. action grievances. I mentioned in the opening here that raises were agreed upon but not delivered. What kind of raises are we talking about here? It varies by worker. But the press release the union put out when the contract was, you know, first agreed upon said that a minimum would be 75 cents an hour. Um, And if they have been delayed for certain workers, the contract was supposed to kick in July 1st. So it's been, um, you know, quite a bit of time for the the delay to accumulate. Hmm. Why hasn't the promise been fulfilled? What's going on? Well, um, the union and KCPS are disagreeing on whether it has been fulfilled or not. Um, you know, I think the union is hearing that after some initial delays, the district believes that all pay has been updated as of September 30th. Um, they're hearing from about 60 or so workers who think that it has not been updated. And uh, one of the main complaints that the union has is that they're asking for the information that they need to verify whether it truly has been updated or not. You know, they say it, it's possible Workers could be mistaken just because the salary structure is so complicated. It's also possible workers could not even realize they're being shorted on pay. And, um, you know, the union has a hard time knowing if they don't have the information that they need to double check. Union members have also claimed, uh, Maria, that they're understaffed. What are they saying on that front? Well, that isn't part of the formal grievances as far as I'm aware. Um, But that was something that was brought up just in public comment at um, the latest school board meeting. And I think sort of as um, a way to say it's it's a big deal, you know, when they're not treating the workers well and, and that the workers are fulfilling an essential role for student safety, you know, making sure that food's prepared properly, making sure that, you know, there aren't dangerous conditions happening in, in buildings due to maintenance issues and things like that. So, um, you know, they, they really want the district to retain workers and and staff to the proper levels. There's also this uh, issue over uh, leave policy. There's been some issues when it comes to union members being disciplined for using leave in ways that they think they're entitled to, but it's not working out. What's going on there? So the union is also telling me they've seen a trend of, you know, workers being written up or things like that for using leave in a way that they think is absolutely correct, you know, in accordance with their contract. And um, they believe the issue stems from simply supervisors not being trained in what those policies are. Um, And that's another frustration they've had is that the 
the district, I guess, hasn't proved to their satisfaction that they have trained those supervisors. Hmm. Okay, those are some of the primary complaints. Are there other grievances that are also involved here? Yeah, um, and there there are multiple grievances about the pay and employee discipline issues, so that's why this isn't going to sound like it adds up to seven, but the um, other grievances are about bulletin board space that the union is supposed to um, receive in each building, hmm. and whether an ori- orientation was given as promised in the contract, and then there's one that's just about the grievance process itself and the way that um, they say the district has been handling that. So for getting down to bulletin board space here, Maria, you know things are getting a little contentious. I'm just wondering what KCPS has to say about all of this. Can the district even talk about it? Um, no, I reached out to the district and I heard back that they're not able to comment at this time. Okay, Maria, what happens if all this isn't resolved in any kind of uh, swift way? Well, last I heard, there was still some back and forth going on with the formal grievances. But I think if they sort of um, reach a point where those aren't going to be resolved to everyone's satisfaction, then a next step would be um, a formal mediation process, which um, you know would be the district and the union would have to pay for that, and the results would be binding. Okay. So how are you watching this story moving forward? What's what's next here? Well, I think it'll be interesting to see at the next school board meeting um, if union members come forward for public comment, if they're saying thank you for resolving these issues or if they're saying, you know, we still have these these ongoing complaints and concerns. One other thing that I'll be interested in seeing is um, whether the district ends up paying any additional penalties to any workers who may turn out to have been shorted on their pay? Because that's something the union has asked for now that it's gotten to the formal grievance level, Um, not just that workers get any back pay they may be entitled to, but also that they um, get an additional amount basically to to compensate for the fact that they've been late. That was KCUR's Steve Kraske and Maria Benevento of The Beacon. You can read her story at kcur.org or at kcbeacon.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast is produced by Anna Schmidt and KCUR Studios. It's edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more local news from Kansas City's NPR station, visit kcur.org. If you like our show and want to support us, please leave us a review. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.